Hello everyone, it is your hostess with the mostest again, Evelise. It's so nice to, I was going to say hear from you guys, but I'm really not talking to anyone besides the mic. So um, I guess it's nice for you guys to hear me again. Um, yeah, it's been a few months. So sorry about that. <laughs> I am a... Um, I'm in my last semester of college, I'm dealing with six courses, and I'm working, so please forgive me. Um, I've just been super duper busy and trying to make as much time as possible to do these episodes for you guys, um, but I do have a pretty juicy episode today. Um, I will be reading some posts from Am I the Asshole on Reddit. Um, I'm sure you guys will enjoy it. So yeah um these are relationship based questions i'm sure there's only one post that's like not really relationship based but it's mainly relationship based questions and um yeah i hope you guys enjoy it so without further ado let's get into the questions Again, this is Am I the Asshole from Reddit. So let's start with numero uno. Am I the asshole for not wishing my mom a happy birthday and then not letting her come to our house? I, 25 male, have a wife, 24 female. For the sake of the story, let's call her Amelia. Okay. Amelia and I got married two years ago, coming up to three years in June. We have recently just had our first baby, a beautiful beautiful baby girl. (laughs) My mom never was a huge fan of my wife for reasons I will never know, but I don't care as I love Amelia so much and I've had to defend her against my mom multiple times. My wife's labor lasted much longer than we expected. She started on Thursday evening and delivered our baby on Monday during the very early hours of the morning. Oh my God. Okay. Um, As you can imagine, it was a long process and she was exhausted and so was I. I wasn't sleeping unless she was asleep. My mom's birthday was on the Saturday and she had a whole party planned out. Amelia at this point was in awful pain very consistently meaning I was constantly by her side well I read that so weird Amelia at this point was in awful pain very consistently meaning I was constantly by her side doing whatever she needed me to do meaning that the Friday night we got no sleep so when oh my goodness I'm so sorry guys so When Saturday came around, we both were fighting the sleep and could barely stay awake. Because of this, I just completely forgot it was my mom's birthday, as I didn't really look much at my phone, and if I did, it would be for entertainment for my wife and I together. We both agreed beforehand that when the time came, we would send the initial text that the baby was coming, but that would be it, and we wouldn't respond to any other text until after. Well, my baby girl was finally born, and we announced it to our family. Then, I got to replying to my messages from the past few days, and that's when I saw my mom text, 
about it being her birthday and she sent a few more after expressing her anger for me not getting in contact. So I called her apologizing but explaining that I genuinely forgot and it wasn't intentional. She went on to blame my wife by saying she purposely went into labor right around her birthday in order to, in quote, steal her spotlight from her son, which I found really weird to say. From this comment alone, I got annoyed and just told her to leave me and my wife alone and that she isn't welcome at our house for the next few days. She can't wait till she's over her, whoa, okay, let me say that again. She can't wait till she's over her fit to see her granddaughter. Okay, I I guess I guess he's saying like she needs to get over it, then she could see her granddaughter. My whole family have been calling me an asshole and that I am a bad son for not remembering my mom's birthday, but I'm an even worse son for not letting her meet her grandbaby. It's annoying because all we want to do is enjoy our new baby together, just the two of us, without anyone being a bother. I mean, I'm just gonna plain and outright say that you are not the asshole whatsoever. I mean, okay, I could understand a little how the mom would be a little bothered that you forgot her birthday but then again i feel like your wife is in labor and like this isn't just like like 24 hours not like not not even within a day a a span of a day this is within a span of a weekend she got, she's first, what? She started on Thursday evening and delivered our baby on Monday morning. Are you fucking kidding me? Do you, like, the pain and torture and torment that your wife had to go through to deliver your baby? I'm sorry, but your mom needs to get over herself. Listen, I understand, like, some people take their birthdays very seriously and they just want that day to just be about them. And I feel like that's okay. Like, it's okay to be a little selfish on your birthday, but your son is having a baby, okay? Give give them a break, you know? Like, your wife is in pain. Like, I, I, oh my God, I can't, like, the stories that I hear about mothers giving birth, like, or, like, being in labor for, like, 19 hours. My mother was in labor f- in for 19 hours for me. Like, okay, like, how, like, what? You're dealing with those, um, what's it called? Fuck, I, f- I forgot what it's called. It's, it's, it's like a word similar to cramps, but it, it's not congestions. Constipation, no. Uh, well whatever besides the point like she can let it slide you know for for this one time this one year you know like I just feel like when you're a parent not that I am one and I don't really understand how a parenting mind works or how it is being a parent but I feel like when you become a parent your kids needs come before yours so I feel like your mom being mad at you and your wife for something that was uncontrollable 
number one, uncontrollable. And number two, like just because it just stomped on her day, just because you forgot to send her a text message, I'm sorry, but I'm busy trying to take care of my wife. If anything, you are an amazing husband and a soon-to-be amazing father for sticking with your wife's side and, you know, doing the things that that she needs you to do, you know, being at her side, being a married couple. Um, I was trying to say something about like parents and children, but I feel like I... I wasn't really explaining it. Basically, what I'm trying to say is this shouldn't even be a problem for your mom. You forgetting to send her a text message because your wife is in labor. If anything, why why isn't she at the hospital with you guys? Why isn't she celebrating her birthday with you guys? You know, I feel like I mean, all families are different, but I feel like with my family, if I was to be in labor, if I was in your wife's shoes and it was like the weekend of my dad's birthday, he wouldn't be home. He wouldn't be at a restaurant celebrating his birthday. He would be in the hospital. All plans that were that were planned for that day canceled because I'm going to be by my daughter's side or my daughter-in-law's side or by my son's side as they're going through this, you know, this um, painful yet beautiful time. Your mom has to get over it because honestly, that's fucked up. And I think, I mean, I don't know what has happened, what has transpired between your wife and your mom. I don't know that that would make her not like her to the extent of her not liking her to the extent that it is. Um, But maybe you guys should have a discussion just to like clear the air I mean maybe not right now because I mean what she said and what she did is kind of like a fucked up thing to say and do but maybe down the line have a sit down talk and just be like mom all this anger all of this frustration is stemming from something please make that clear to me please do so that way we can work past it because it would really suck to live a life without your mother being a grandmother to your kids you know like I know for me growing up with my grandmothers on both sides it was fun it was like a breath of fresh a breath of fresh air it was everything so I think maybe down the line when you guys feel comfortable or if you guys feel comfortable definitely have that conversation and try to work it out but as of right now she's she's like she's doing the most right now like come on You guys were having a baby. A baby is no joke. It's not like you guys were like going on a secret vacation together or you guys were just doing some dumb shit together. Like, no, like this is a, this is a, not really stable. I don't want to say stable. This is a valid reason to miss her birthday. Um, and I think also the fact that she said that your wife, I mean, I think it's kind of funny that she thinks that your wife has enough control to to birth the baby at a certain time. I I think number one that's just delusional. Um so delusional that it's actually humorous that she would even think that way. Um I think your mom is just being very immature and she's kind of just acting like a loser. And she thinks that, oh, like, 
this woman is stealing my son from me and now she's controlling him and she's you know calling all the shots and it used to be me calling all the shots I think she needs to get over herself I also think you should have a conversation with her just to see if if there's any valid reason why she would hate your wife so much and if there's not which I have a feeling there isn't then maybe just keeping a distance from her would be the best decision um but honestly you are not the asshole I think asshole (laughs) I yeah you're not the asshole I think you're an incredible husband and an incredible soon-to-be father and just having your wife's back in all of this just shows your character and I think you really have nothing to worry about um as long as you keep you know your these actions defending your wife against you know unreasonable statements and such I think you guys will be great you guys will be awesome and I wish you the best okay on to the next one Am I the asshole for refusing to stop cooking and eating in my kitchen because of my roommate's girlfriend's condition? I feel like this is entirely ridiculous. I live with my roommate, whoa, roommate Matt. (laughs) Sorry, you guys. We used to be pretty close friends, but over the last two years of living with him, we've drifted apart. And I'm just waiting for our lease to... And I'm just waiting for our lease to move out on my own. Matt's girlfriend, Sarah, pretty much lives with us despite not paying rent. I won't lie, she annoys me to no end. She's an entitled airhead who thinks the world revolves around her. Anyway, Sarah has a condition where she gets nauseous at the slightest smell and sight of certain foods. She's an incredibly picky eater, and anything outside of corn dogs or chicken tenders makes her nauseous, according to her. Well, unfortunately for her, I like to cook. I love heavily spiced foods and love to cook Asian-style dishes. So, living with a toddler who can't stand the smell really sucks. Sarah has always complained about me cooking smelly foods and has asked me to stop or do it when she's not home. Well, considering she doesn't pay rent and spends 18 hours a day at my home, I have not accommodated her at all. Last night, Sarah and Matt sat me down and told me I need to stop cooking because Sarah cannot stand it anymore. Apparently, she had a mental breakdown last week when I was cooking curry. She claims I am making our apartment a hostile environment by ignoring her concerns. I told both of them to piss off until Sarah starts paying her share of the rent. Matt said that because he lives here, his opinion matters as well, and he wants me to stop. I told him no to that as well, because he's only doing this because Sarah is being a baby. We ended up having a massive argument, and neither of them is talking to me, and neither of them is talking to me. Both are staying at Sarah's mom's house right now. I said good riddance. I said good riddance. At least I did until I told the story to my coworkers and they they are all shocked. They say I am being a complete asshole. This has given me second thoughts on if I was the asshole in the fight we had. Honey, honey, honey. Darling, darling, darling. 
you are not the asshole. I'm going to just say it right then and there. You are not the asshole. Based off of everything that is here and written, you're not the asshole. It's plain and simple. If you don't live there, if you don't pay rent, you don't have a say in what goes on. That's like me going to my boyfriend's house and telling his, his mom or his boyfriend, I don't like the smell of that food. Stop making that. Stop cooking that. Like, no, I'm sorry, but that is not your home, honey. If you have a problem, you need to be the one to take action. You need to be the one to say, okay, right? Okay, I don't like the smell of the house. Let me just go back to my own apartment. Let me go to my friend's house. Like, come on, come on. And another thing, like another issue in this whole thing is the fact that she's spending so much time in the house and yet doesn't pay rent. If you are living there, if you are taking up space, if you are taking up amenities, if you are taking up things that people do pay for, pay them back. You are an adult. You have, um, like, if you're an adult, I would hope to God that she's working. I would hope to God. Otherwise, she's just mooching off of your roommate. Um, plain and simple, you're not the asshole. I feel like this girl is a privileged, spoiled little brat who always got her way growing up. And now that someone is saying no and limiting her freedom, now she's making a scene. And as far as this condition, what is this condition that she's speaking of? Because in the text, right, it just says condition in air quotes. What is that supposed to mean? Is there like a certain like disorder or a certain disease where like your body just can't digest foods with a lot of seasoning? I know some people like they have, um, what's it called, IBS? And so that kind of limits their taste palette. Um, <clears throat> but if that's the case, then she should make it known. But I mean, at the same time, at the end of the day, it's your house or it's your apartment. And she really can't make those requests if she's not paying up. So, I mean, that kind of just like stomps that whole statement. I mean... But but even then, just like giving you some information like, hey, just want to let you know I have um, I have IBS or I have this or whatever the, the condition may be. So um, if you ever make these types of foods, let me know. That way I can just buy myself dinner or whatever. You know, like compromise. Don't just walk up into someone's house and say, yeah, um, you're cooking smelly foods and it's kind of grossing me out right now. Like, fuck you. How about you pay the fucking 1800 How about you fucking pay the 400 for groceries? How about you fucking cook dinner? You know what I mean? Like, absolutely not. Absolutely not. You know how offended I would be if someone was living, essentially living in my house, first of all, rent-free. Second of all, making requests that they don't even have that privilege for. Yeah, no, absolutely not. Your roommate and his girlfriend could live on their own. Let him deal with that shit since obviously he's always up her asshole um, from what I could tell.
Um, but yeah, absolutely not. She's that's that's a bitch move. That's a bitch move. But I digress. All right, let's move on to the next one. Am I the asshole for sending my girlfriend too many Valentine's Day flowers and making her sister's husbands look bad? To explain where I'm coming from here, I need to establish two things. One, I have a high-paying job that often requires I drop everything to travel without notice. It is infuriating at times, but I get paid well, so I've learned to live with it. Number two, my girlfriend loves flowers more than anything. I get it, most girls love flowers, but they are her favorite thing in the world. She literally makes me stop the car when we're driving just so she can take pictures of pretty flowers. Early in our relationship, I had to miss something important without notice. To make up for it, I sent her three dozen roses. She loved it and probably as a joke, told me I had set the bar and had better always send her three dozen roses if I was going to let her down. We've been together three years since then, and I have always sent three dozen roses whenever we would be apart. It's a tradition and we both love it. On to the dilemma. Girlfriend got bad news about a family member's health and headed back to her hometown a couple weeks ago. I couldn't join. Her two sisters came back as well with their husbands. Valentine's Day came around and although it wasn't my fault we weren't together, I ordered a gift of three dozen roses plus candy and a stuffed animal. Day of, I got an alert from the FedEx of a delayed shipment of a delayed shipment, sorry, and panicked. It broke my heart to think she wouldn't get any flowers that day. So I called around to local florists and found one who could deliver them for a fee. I sent another gift pack of three dozen roses. Turns out, FedEx managed to deliver their original package. Girlfriend ended up with six dozen roses, two cards, two boxes of chocolates, and a teddy bear. She joked that I had now raised the bar and she expected no less than six dozen roses anytime we were apart. All jokes aside, I could tell she really appreciated the trouble I went through. The next day, I heard from her sister's husbands. They were furious with me, saying that I made them both look awful. Turns out, one bought his wife a leftover bouquet of half-dead tulips, and the other didn't get his wife anything at all. I guess they both were going to use the commotion as an excuse? My girlfriend ended up sharing her roses with both of her sisters, so they all could feel special, but it was clear they were all from me. My instinct was to take a victory lap, but girlfriend's mom slash dad called and explained that they thought I should apologize. While they appreciate me always making romantic gestures, I can afford to do so while their other daughter's husbands can't. They see where things are going and assume we'll all be family soon. And it would be a good idea for me to make peace with the other two. That's true in the sense that I really didn't mean to do anything to, to their detriment, but I also never expected them to be such shitty partners that they thought it would be okay to not even bring their wives flowers on Valentine's Day. 
but maybe I'm wrong for holding them to the standard I've set for my own relationship. Oh my gosh. Listen, it seems like, honestly, with all of these posts, it seems like a really simple answer. I, I don't think you're the asshole. Like, it, I'm sorry, but don't come at other people for your lack of whatever it is that you're lacking in. Don't, don't blame other people for something that you did or didn't do, okay? Your, wait, you said your girlfriend or your wife? Whatever, like your girlfriend, wife, whatever she is to you, her sister's husbands need to step the fuck up. I'm sorry, but like, if you think that it's okay to not get your wife, I mean, anything for Valentine's Day, regardless if something's going on with the family, you need to be there for your wife. If anything, you should be like doing more shit to make her feel better. And then this other husband with the half-dead tulips, if that's the case, don't get anything at all. Like, wh what the hell is that? What the hell is your wife going to do with half-dead tulips? I understand that not everybody has the means to spend money on things, even as simple as flowers. And that's okay, but don't get mad at someone else just because you're insecure or you're jealous or you're lacking what you're supposed to be exceeding in. I'm sorry, but no, you are not the asshole. I do not think you should apologize. And I think the fact that your wife or girlfriend, whatever, the fact that she shared her roses with her sisters, like she could have been like, oh my God, yes, he got six dozen roses all for me. It's all for me. No, she saw that her sisters didn't have what she had so she decided to share and what a sweetheart for doing so you know instead of leaving her sisters empty-handed she gave them some of her, some of her roses like i think that i think that's beautiful i would have done the same thing with my sisters i think their husbands need to get over themselves and not blame someone else for for their own actions like come on now Come on. And then the parents at the same time. I mean, I get that they don't that they want peace, but I don't think they should be inserting themselves in this situation because they're not involved. You know what I mean? Like this involves you, your wife, her sisters and her sisters' husbands. If I was the parents, I would be minding my own fucking business. Like, no I already been through shit with these kids. I don't want to have to deal with more shit. They can figure out on their own. If you're working at a job that that requires you to travel on a moment's notice, like they should be understanding of that. You know, you're not there. You're not there to to be her moral support. The least you can do is send like is send like you know a, a little gift like how you did well maybe not a little gift but like giving her a reminder that even though you're not physically there you're there with her emotionally spiritually whatever the case may be they should be like damn like that was really cool like I 
even though I can't afford doing this or I can't do this to the extent that he did it, I'm going to take some notes and I'll I'll do something else next time. Maybe maybe for next Valentine's Day or for Mother's Day, you know, I might not be able to get her six dozen roses, but maybe maybe I'll I'll take her out somewhere or maybe I'll hand hand make something. You know, like come on now. Like don't 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 project your insecurities your insecurities on someone else. Like that's your own shit to deal with. I think the husbands are assholes and I think the parents are assholes for even requesting that you apologize to them even though you did nothing wrong i think a lot of times when people have more or like a heavier income or a a higher income than their than their family or the people that they surround their themselves with there starts to become a lot of hate to that one person like oh, this person has more, they must think they're better than us, they think, you know, like, they got it better, so, you know, they think they're the shit. When really, you know, there are some people like that, but there are also people who do have, who are rich, or, you know, have a better income than most, and still remain humble. You know, like, you were simply just showing your girlfriend that you're there with her and you're supporting her and that you love her and not even to mention that this all happened because FedEx got got your shit mixed up you know like it wasn't even your fault like it's not like you intended to send six dozen roses you intended for your regular three dozen roses it just so happened to for her to get six dozen roses you know like I feel like that shit is petty, like, maybe just, like, I wouldn't say apologize, but definitely be assertive, stand your ground, maybe just, like, keep some distance between these, your, your sister-in-law's husbands, because, you know, like, that shit, you don't want to be around that shit, it's just, it's, it's so dumb, like, they were furious, saying that I made them both look awful oh I'm sorry that you don't fucking spoil your wife like if if me doing something affects your relationship or affects your image so much maybe there's something you should work on to be quite honest anyway basically what I'm saying is you're not the asshole and I think it's incredibly sweet that you go out of your way to make your girlfriend feel special and that um and that you really like listen and cater to her needs as long as you guys are you know doing these doing these things for each other and you know constantly trying to keep the spark alive oh my god I can't talk and constantly trying to keep the spark alive especially when work gets in the way I think that's all that really matters everything else that's going on is just outside noise and I think you're doing great so I think I think you're good maybe just take some distance you and your girlfriend away from her sister's husband's like if that even is possible or if you guys do have to be in close proximity often then you know just be you be nice be kind be humble because at the end of the day people are going to talk shit regardless so i mean 
I don't think it has anything to do with you. I think it all has to do with their insecurities and the fact that they got roses from a different man. Now it's like, oh my God, like, oh no. She got roses from another man. Like, I got to stand my ground, blah, 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 blah. If that's the case, then you should have gotten three dozen roses. And that's all I'm going to say. Anyway, on to the next one. <laughs> I'm sorry, but like that, like, uh please. Hit me with that bullshit. Thank you very much. Next one. Am I the asshole for telling my friend she's acting like a bridezilla because of bridesmaid outfits? Okay. I've got some people telling me I'm in the wrong, but I'm not sure. I've included pics because it's easier to just show you what to just show you what they look like instead of describing each dress. Okay. My friend D is getting married and she's chosen outfits for bridesmaids. It's all matching and also goes with her wedding outfit. I'm not a huge fan of this outfit. I told D I think the fit is going to be weird on me and I'd like to wear something else. Um, it's cultural, not a Western dress, and it'll still go with her wedding dress. And I'd paid for the, and I would pay for the new outfit myself. D refused because she wants the outfits to be modest. I replied that there isn't anything immodest about the outfit I chose, and I respect her religious beliefs, and she wants to be more modest. Oh my god, these make no sense. And she wants to be more modest, but I'm not part of this religion myself. Okay, she still insisted no. Even when I tried to compromise, and I said she was acting like a bridezilla. And if that's the case, I might be backing out as bridesmaid. Her response was, okay, sure. But she was snarky and got pissed. Am I the asshole? Okay. Okay, so OP gave gave links to pictures of the dress or the outfit that the bride wants her to wear and the outfit that she is more comfortable wearing. Um so before I even like click on the pictures, I just want to dissect this. Um so Dia's getting married. She chose specific outfits for the bridesmaids. Okay. They're all matching. It goes with her wedding outfit. Gotcha. OP doesn't like it. She doesn't like the outfit. Um, she said that it looks weird on her. She said it's going to look weird on her. So that makes me question whether she actually tried it on or if she's just saying that just based on how it looks. Um Um, and so D with the outfit, it basically ties in with her religion and it's supposed to be modest. Um, and OP found an alternative that still to her beliefs are modest. Um, but it's just not the same outfit. Okay. Okay. 
This is a little tricky. Because I feel like there's there's more to be said. You know, okay. OP is saying that that it's going to look weird on her. Okay. But did you try it on? Like, did you at least give it a try? Like, that's where my head is at. Like, did you see the picture and just automatically say, oh no, this is gonna look weird on me? Or did you actually physically try it on to give it the chance and then say, it looks weird on me? You know what I mean? Like, that piece of information is kind of throwing me off. Um... Let's assume she she meant it as in, you know, she saw the dress, she didn't try it on, and she automatically thinks it's going to look weird on her. Then you're kind of in the wrong because you didn't even give it a chance and you're already looking into different alternatives. You know what I mean? Like, she asks you to be a bridesmaid because she feels like you are, you guys are close. I mean, that that's my assumption. I know that when people ask their friends to be bridesmaids or the best man, that would pretty much mean that you have a close relationship with that person and they value you and your friendship and they want you to be a part of something incredibly important and special to them. Wow, that was a long-winded sentence. <laughs> um, but yeah, so she asks you to be her bridesmaid. You know, that is a very honorable position, a bridesmaid. I mean, like, you're basically going into, you're stepping into a new chapter with your friend, you know, and that's a beautiful thing. And I think that it's wrong and not only wrong, but kind of like, I don't want to say mean, but also, I'm trying to find a good word for it. But basically, I think it's wrong that you just automatically assume that it's going to look weird on you. Give it a chance because you really never know. There's a reason why she picked out these outfits, you know? Everyone, every bride is different. Some are more lenient and are kind of just like whatever, like, pick your own dress, just make sure it's the same color. But then there are some brides who actually plan out their wedding to a tee and actually handpick outfits for their bridesmaids to wear. Um, I don't, like, I wouldn't necessarily do that for my wedding just because I know that there are people who have different preferences, but that's me. Like, that's me wanting to make sure that everyone is in a dress that they personally like but some people are different some people want um a consistent um some people want consistency in their wedding you know like some people are planners some are not so obviously your friend is a planner she probably has been planning this for years she had a vision in her mind the least you could do is just try the damn thing on and then let her know whether or not you like it on you. And if you don't like it on you, make some alterations. If you do like it on you, perfect. Now that, that whole thing that I just said, that applies if she hasn't tried on the outfit. Okay? If you haven't tried on the outfit, try it on, then come back to us. Now, scenario B. 
you tried it on it looks weird on you now what do you do um like i said if there's a way to make alterations ask your friend maybe like maybe we could take it in here maybe we can order like a bigger size like whatever you need to do in order to make it fit you do that because you want to be comfortable but you also want to make sure that her vision is coming to life you know because it's her wedding um so do that um and yeah i guess i i i didn't really have anything else planned to say but i feel like there's still so so many steps that you have to do before you even get into the position of looking for a different like an alternative outfit you know like i feel like if all the bridesmaids are wearing the same thing and you're just out here wearing a totally different fucking excuse me a totally different outfit then people are gonna look at you like is that a bridesmaid is that the maid of honor like is that the bride you know what i mean like that just throws off the whole thing um so yeah i feel like there's a lot of steps that you got to take before even looking into alternatives and i feel like I feel like the fact that you even did look into different alternatives, you know, I don't know if you did this with her. Like, did you guys look into different alternatives together or did you yourself look into a different alternative, decide on that outfit and then present it to her? Because if that's the case, then that's fucked up. Like. I just feel like you gotta you gotta like work with her like that's her wedding not yours you know like if if you don't like the design like like sizing and measurements are one thing you know what I mean like you could fix that you can buy a bigger size or you could take it in in certain areas but if you just simply don't like the design of it then honestly girl you gotta suck it up like that's your friend's wedding you know what I mean like it doesn't matter like if you don't like the colors if you don't like the fact that it has a star on it you know what i mean like that's not up to you to worry about like that's your friend's wedding the least you could do is just suck it up wear it for a few hours and then the next day you're done like that's it like come on those are my opinions before looking at the pictures now let's look at the pictures so i'm gonna try to describe it as detailed as possible forgive me if it doesn't make any sense but we're gonna try so this is the outfit d chose for the bridesmaids let's look honestly girl get over yourself that shit doesn't even look bad oh my god okay so basically <laughs> it's a it's a long, I want to say A-line dress. It looks like a deep red color. Um, but it's not burgundy, but it's not like a cherry red. It's like it's like a gar garnet, like my birthstone. Um, it has some beading and it's long sleeve. I'll admit, like, it's not the prettiest thing. Like, it wouldn't be my first choice, but it's it's definitely not horrible looking. And 
it's definitely a modest dress and it's it's still beautiful nonetheless like you could work with it um okay so that's the one that d chose now this is similar to the outfit i want just imagine it in a red shade instead of pink okay so let's look at this um okay so the outfit that op wants to wear is culturally similar but not as plain as the one that d picked out it's essentially a top and a bottom the bottom is a long skirt again i think a line would be the best description of it and it has like a shoulder sleeve and the other side does not have a shoulder sleeve but it's like a crop top and a long skirt and um it has like floral detail very different it is culturally similar you can kind of tell which culture or like which heritage these outfits are coming from but it's definitely not the same thing not the same thing um i can kind of see where your head is at with modest not saying that this isn't modest but it's not as modest as the dress that your friend picked out hold on there's another link and then she sent a link that looks similar to Dee's wedding dress which is absolutely fucking gorgeous like obviously um it's kind of like the bridesmaids dress that d picked out except very bejeweled lots of gold bejeweling um lots of jewelry lots of um accessories just very very pretty and a longer train um so essentially the bridesmaids dress is like a plain version of the wedding dress so i could kind of see why she why she picked it out um girly i think you gotta suck it up <laughs> like she didn't choose the outfit you chose for a reason okay she wants you guys to look modest um and that's okay not saying that the outfit you chose isn't modest it's just it shows more skin it's more it's more out there i want to say it's more revealing and obviously the thing that she's going is not revealing she wants you guys to match her not like not be like one level below her no she wants you guys to be like plain versions of her and i think you just have to suck it up and go along with it regardless if you like it or not it's not your wedding it's not your say um and i think that you should just either compromise or not even compromise like i think you should just wear the fucking bridesmaids dress it's really not that bad it's still beautiful you can still make it look a little bit more prettier with like your hair your makeup whatever um i think you should just wear the bridesmaids dress and stop complaining or if it's really that much of an issue then just don't be a bridesmaid um because at the end of the day it's her day not yours um and i'm sure if it was vice versa you would want her to kind of just like oblige by your rules as well so i think you're the asshole your friend is not the asshole she still chose a beautiful dress she had a vision in mind and it's her wedding at the end of the day like she's the one paying so suck it up 
anyway um let's go into another one okay this one am i the asshole for disclosing the real gender of my sister-in-law and brother's baby at their gender reveal oh sorry guys okay this post was removed by the moderators i'm guessing it was a crazy story so not happening it would have been interesting to read but we will end it off with this one am i the asshole i didn't attend my son's wedding instead i spent the evening with his ex-wife oh shit i needed a gulp of water for this one quick backstory after graduating high school, my son moved three states away for college. At 19, he married a girl he met. I tried convincing him to wait because I personally felt he was too immature. They both dropped out and moved back here to his hometown. At 20, they had their first child, a beautiful little girl, 16 months later. Oh, uh, 16 months later, my daughter-in-law gave birth to their second child, a little boy. After the first baby, my wife and I noticed our daughter-in-law wasn't happy. We both thought it was postpartum depression related. Just after the second arrived, my son and his wife separated. Okay, so I'm guessing just after the second baby arrived, they separated. Okay. She would bring the kids over for a visit. It was then she began unloading on us. I know there's two sides to every story, but considering I know my son, I believed her. I sat my son down numerous times to speak with him regarding his marriage. He refused to take responsibility, blamed her for everything, even when I directly pointed out where he was the sole problem. They got into counseling. For a year, things were okay on the surface. Our daughter-in-law filed for divorce. My son, three days later, was on Facebook announcing his new girlfriend? Oh, God. A month later, they were engaged. My son had forced his then-wife to become a permanent stay-at-home mom at the birth of their first child. She, of course, had no other family or friends here. She knew no one aside from us. She had nowhere to go with two small children. Unbeknownst to our son, my wife and I helped her financially and got her an apartment. Before the divorce was even finalized, we received a wedding invitation. I made it clear to my son I would not be attending and they would not have my blessing. His mother told him she would see to it that I would attend. I stayed consistent in my decision. I also asked him not to bring his fiance around our house out of respect for the mother of his children. The wedding happened on February 11th, the night before. Oh my God, I'm so sorry, guys. <sighs> the wedding happened on February 11th. The night before, 
My wife gave me the final push. I did not attend. Our daughter also did not attend for the same reasons. My wife picked up our grandkids, got them dressed, and attended the wedding? Oh no. My daughter and I decided to spend the evening with his ex. I couldn't imagine her sitting alone while her kids attended their father's wedding. She was taken aback that I didn't end up attending his wedding. We took her out to distract her mind. I just wanted her to know she'll always be considered family to us. My daughter also made a joke they can drop the in-law status and just be sisters now. She was tearfully grateful. I realized just how badly she needed our support and specifically on that night. The next morning, my son called to tell me how much of a horrible father I am for not attending his wedding. A few days later, he caught wind that I spent the wedding evening with his ex. He said that was the ultimate form of betrayal and further myself and his sister would have to earn an, an, a, have to earn a relationship with him on his terms only. Okay, so this is an edit. First, I'd like to sincerely thank each and every one of you for your support, encouragement, and all the awards. I know without a doubt I did the right thing. I even feel differently now. His mother should have not attended either, but we can't go back and undo that. Um, another edit. So my son saw the post. I had sent my daughter the link yesterday so she could read the comments. This morning she texts me at work. Dad, you went viral. LOL. But anyways, he sent screenshots of the post and all my comments to his mom. He also told her, he's dead to me now. Time will tell if he means that. I'm sure he'll see this update too. For that reason, I'm positively certain the second he needs another cash loan, I won't be dead anymore. Mm -hmm. His mom told him, your children have to be our number one priority. They're not just some disposable items you can leave behind when one chapter of your life closes. Maybe one day he'll understand this. Holy shit. So I think it's pretty obvious who's the asshole and that's the son. Listen, I don't know exactly what happened in their marriage, but I'm guessing, you know, before they even, before the, before the divorce even finalized, or was even filed he got married so shit was happening during the marriage i'm guessing he cheated she found out she became depressed or very mentally um just just had like a lot of issues with her mental health um and so yeah i think the father did the right thing it just goes to show that you know, some people can truly be family without being blood-related. And I will always believe that. You know, like, you you can't choose your own family. You know what I mean? Like, you simply, sometimes, like, shit goes south with the people who you are blood-related to, right? You would think that you can trust them with anything and everything and they'll have your back no matter what. But sometimes that's simply just not the case. Um... And what this father-in-law or what this father did for his daughter-in-law is truly like, it's, um, 
I want to say beautiful. It is beautiful, but there's a word for it. Um, considerate, um, selfless, and like morally speaking, he, he just has very good morals. He truly does. I mean, I'm sure he wasn't the happiest when he found out that his son was dropping out of college and getting married and so young and you know how parents are. I mean, I would have I would have reacted the same way if I was a parent, even with my little sister. If my sister was to tell me at 19 at 19 years old she's dropping out of college to marry a guy, I would be like, "Fuck that guy. What are you doing? What, like what are you doing? What are you thinking?" So I'm sure, you know, he probably had like a little bit of resentment or maybe just like a little bit of doubts with the girl that his son was with or with their relationship or whatever but he knew that his own son was doing something wrong and he didn't defend him which I think is a good thing I think you know like when you have kids or when you have family um and they do something wrong I mean it really depends on who you are but for the majority you're quick to defend them because they're family and you know if you don't have family, you don't have anything, really. Um, but I think that with his mindset, he will go, he will defend the right side, the correct side, regardless if it's going against his own blood. I mean, the son... I don't know what the fuck his problem is. He obviously wasn't happy in the marriage, wasn't happy enough because he got married after after they broke up so quickly or during when they were together, whatever the case may be. He obviously has issues. He obviously needs to work on himself. And um, I mean, there's a lot of things that I've gone through with my parents but never in my entire life have I ever said that they were dead to me that's some shit you can't come back from what the hell I've never even said I hate you to my parents never ever like you don't you don't know what could happen in a day you don't know what can happen in an hour you don't know what could happen in 30 seconds if you say dad you're dead to me what happens if he's not if he's not there the next day and just like he said the minute he needs another money loan then he's not going to be dead to him right he sounds like a spoiled little prick to be very honest he really does he thinks that or according to this post his mindset is probably like oh like you're if you're not with me then you're against me and if you're against me then that's it like we're we're not family we're not related anymore blah 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 like if you truly had a growth mindset you wouldn't be thinking that way yes family is gonna go against you yes family is gonna you know correct you and they're going to call out your stupidity but you should never get to the point where you are literally wishing death upon them or or that they mean nothing to you you know what i mean like that's that's not being grateful that's being very disrespectful and he's gonna regret it one day he's gonna fucking regret it i know it i know he's gonna fucking regret it um i feel really bad for the daughter-in-law the fact that she has to go through this i mean having two children with someone and then 
being betrayed by them, essentially being being betrayed by them, and then having them go to your ex-husband's wedding. Oh my gosh, that shit sucks. I think that she was in a really sucky, like, like a really dull and dark moment. And the fact that you were there for her probably made her feel a little bit more hopeful that everything was going to be okay. Imagine her being at home, home alone, and having to, okay, I'm going to drop off my kids at my recently ex-husband's wedding that he's, that he, where he just met this girl like a few months ago or whatever. They just got married. Like, you know how much that would suck? You know, you know how much heartbreak that girl's probably going through? Um... Yeah, I think you and your daughter did the right thing. I don't know about the mom. I think that the mom is a little bit of an asshole, but at the same time, she's still his parent, so she probably just wanted him to at least have one parent there or one side of his family there. She was probably feeling bad because that's her son, and, you know, like... It's always going to happen. It's always going to happen. When there's two sides of a story, one parent is most likely going to go with one and the other parent is going to go with the other. You know what I mean? Like, that that's just how it is, I think. That's just how it is. I, I'm not saying that it's right. Um, I do think it is a little wrong. But at the same time, she is still his mom and I think she just wanted to be there for him regardless of what he did was fucked up or not. Um, so, yeah. But... I do think you and your daughter did the right thing and I think your daughter-in-law not only appreciated it but I'm sure she's gonna be more close to you guys from now on and I think that's a beautiful thing because you should keep family close um so yeah but that's the end of it guys thank you so much for listening to my podcast I hope you enjoyed the am I the asshole segment I know I sure did it was a lot to talk about um and yeah I will speak to you guys later. Okay? Thank you. Thank you for listening. And I'll see you in the next episode. Goodbye.